Hi, this is Linda Perry, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andres Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity. And now it's time for the Radio 8 Ball Show. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries on May 31st, 2019, with the band Opium Moon. Say hi, Opium Moon. Hello. Hi. Hello. And now joining us from the great city of New York is an actress and a good good old friend of mine and Lily's. In fact, she is the reason that I know Lily Hayden, so for that I am eternally grateful to this woman. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Christine Hodge. Hello! Hello, hello! I'm so excited for all of us to be together. I know! Even if I have to be, you know, ethereally sent in from New York City. <laughs> We're all together in the mom- in the world of the pod space. All that, the distance is just dissolves. And speaking of dissolving distance, Lily, I've been stopping Lily from telling the story of how we met over and over because I save it for the show, save it for the show. Well, the story of how I met you? Well, how you met me and then you introduced me to Lily. Now, Now, it's funny because when I moved out to L.A. in 1986, I got a job working, my first job was working as a busboy at the Hard Rock Cafe. And a lot of the young Hollywood people used to come and yuck it up there. I got to see, you know, all the Sheens <laughs> doing their thing. And I was very impressed. I was wide-eyed. Then, you know, that, that people that I had seen on TV and in movies were throwing up in the next to me. <laughs> I just thought that was amazing. And, and then there was this group of people. And I remember who you were with. Christine, but you were at a, at one of my tables that I was working, and we ended up talking talking about the Tao Tai Ching, and you said, "But oh wait, but if I may, you were sweeping, and it, I recall that you were dancing while you swept, <laughs> and I thought it was adorable, <laughs> and so the right energy for." You know, me and my me and my crew, and I believe I approached you and just, you know, very emboldenly was like, hey, you're awesome. You're dancing while you sweep. I'm Christine. What's your name? And I think I think that was the original point of contact. Oh, that's so a- much better than the way I remember. I mean, your story is like, that's so wonderful. I love that I was dancing. But you were. It was that it's that sparkly energy that you had. And I just thought it was the greatest show. And here we are, some 20 plus years later. Yes, yes. Uh, And, and of course, that 
People are now doing math, which doesn't. <laughs> Don't, really that's happen. a we all we all we all look great for whatever age we are, and uh, and so that that basically we in, in the previous segment we were talking about Lotus Weinstock, and it was that moment of our meeting introduced me to Lily, and then Lily to our friend Josh Claytonfelt and James Calvert, and all of the like all of these people sort of became my crew back when we used to run in packs like everyone has families now and couples and jobs and but i just remember that feeling of being young and you just get together with 12 people someplace yeah we'd move we'd move in packs and it was well, not, and you guys had that amazing house under long prey yes we did which doesn't exist anymore i know it's been it's been um but yes but it existed in our hearts it really was time of wine and roses that's for sure yeah, yeah, it was a it was a gorgeous time, a gorgeous time. And now toggling to the present, have you seen Opium Moon perform? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I saw them several times in Topanga Canyon, and then I was able to fly into LA and be there for their Grammy party celebration show at the Coronet, um, the Largo at the Coronet, which was spectacular. Oof, so I bet that was great. Did you yeah, see it? it was. Now, was it the same it place that I saw you at in Topanga Canyon? That little, little room with lots of lots of cushions and yeah, yeah secret hideaway. With oh, a yeah. Hut kind of thing. It's so comfortable there, and your music is so meditative. I I I might have fallen asleep once. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, so did we. So it's okay. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but it was good. Uh, I would be remiss not to mention that it was the Corazon Performing Arts Center. Ah. Uh, just a little shout out to Wonderful our friend Giovanna place. and yeah. the place where we started. I, I loved seeing you there. And so your experience, Christine, of seeing this band, what, what, when you were there, did you did you nod off at all? <laughs> no nodding off. But I, I agree that it is meditative, that it definitely can pull you into the rhythm of the earth which is a spectacular place to be. And and in that space, I think whatever your body needs, it receives. Mm -hmm. So I tend to need more energizing um, or relaxing. I would say that in the, in the Topanga space, it was uh, more of a calming groove. And in the Largo space, it was more of an energetic party dance groove. But it's the same music, so there you see it. Just you pull what you need when you need it. I th is it probably also being able to move around? Like at the Topanga space, you, you, you pack the place, so every, there's not a, there's no room for anyone to pick. The Largo, the Largo space was theater esque, though. We were, we sat. It was more, you know, like a traditional sort of. And they sold it out, so the, it was packed. Oh yeah, were you in the big yeah. room? You yeah. sold out the big yeah. room. Oh yeah, they sold out the big People room, so the we way, were man. seated. Uh, so I mean, we stood up. Yeah. But we were still, we were we were still in a in a very determined space. And I'm kind of curious. I always ask guests this when they're on the show, but I I, I thought I jumped right in with how we met. But how did you two meet, Christine and Lily? In junior high school. In junior high school here in. In Los Angeles at Walter Reed Junior High, and in fact, Christine maybe want to uh, uh, you know tell this story. It basically it was the IH well, program. So Lily and I were in seventh grade together, and we ended up being seventh through twelfth grade together. But um, in we, so we had math class together and a couple of other classes together in seventh grade. And 
as I was going into eighth grade, I, I determined that I wanted to be an actress. And while Lily is a Grammy award-winning and extremely, in a thousand other ways, accomplished musician, in seventh and eighth grade, Lily was a successful actress. Easy and money. Had, yeah, she had been on Mrs. Colombo at the time and had also done a movie um, called Easy Money with Rodney Dangerfield. And I just didn't know how to navigate being in school and, you know, working as a professional. And my mom said, well, why don't you ask your friend Lily? And so I did. But that was really when we started to hang out outside of school, was when she was helping me navigate the professional world. And, and then our friendship just, you know, tripled and quadrupled, and we ended up uh, both working on Warner Brothers together in 10th grade. I know. We were the luckiest kids in the world. She had a TV show that shot at Warner, and I was on a show that shot at Warner. And... We had amazing adventures. Is that a nutshell enough, Lily? Oh, I don't that is. I can add as many details as you. No, want. that is that is that is great. And uh, well, why don't we get into the the musical divination here? So, Christine, okay. what is your question for the Pop Oracle? Well, speaking of divination, um, you know, Andres, you may remember my mom, who has always been this huge light in my life. And when she passed away, um, some of our mutual friends had said, like, oh, well, you always felt her next to you, but now she'll be right here. You know, she's, you'll, you'll feel her, you'll hear her, you'll know her 24-7. And that didn't really happen for me. And since today, Opium Moon dropped uh, their, their version of Miss You, I was thinking of how much I miss my mom. And I thought, since this is the pop oracle, oracle being the key word, I would ask if my mom is trying to communicate with me from the divine, and if so, how I might be able to hear her messages. Beautiful. So what it's, it's a two-part question. question, but the, if I have to narrow it down, the one question would be, is she and does she try to communicate to me? Okay, well, now to engage the Pop Oracle of, o of Opium Moon, I'm now going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 Wheel of Eight. And that is song number six. 100 Ways to Kneel and Kiss the Ground. Is that the name of the song? <laughs> That's the name of the song. Wow.
And that was... 100 ways to kneel and kiss the ground. That was the answer to Christine Hodge's question. Is her mother trying to communicate to her? So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) So, Christine... Usually I ask the songwriter to describe it first, but I think I'm actually thinking I want to get your first impression and just what your experience was listening to that and thinking about that question, Christine. Well, not to start off heavy, but I wept a lot yeah. initially. It just brought a ton of tears rolling out. Um, and then I moved into memories of, you know, the adventure, my friendship adventure with Lily uh, for whatever reason, <laughs> that we were chem lab partners in 10th grade and that it was really our chemistry that bound us as forever friends. Um, and then um, the, the title of the song, To Kneel and Kiss, Kiss the Ground, that piece of it reminded me that before my mom crossed over, now it's hard for me to say this is not tear up, but she said, that she was the same, she told me, I am the same energy that is the wind and the stars and the sand and the trees. And that is how I can love you forever. And so I thought, well, this is, you know, the song is to kneel and kiss the ground. Maybe I just have to be out in nature and I'll hear her. Then the drums really kicked in. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I've got to listen to the drums for voices in the drums. Um, and I had some laughter in the song, listening to it. And when I was a little girl, and my mom took a belly dancing class, class, and I wanted to stay with her, so they let me join. So at, like, six years old, I took a belly dancing class. It was all adult women and me. And some of the pieces of this song... Uh, reminded me of that class. So it was an amazing kind of time travel as well as an emotional journey listening to the song. But I really wanted to ask you, Lily, what your intentions were maybe when when you wrote the song or how you think about this being the answer to my question. First of all, the answer to your question is yes, she is trying to. <laughs> it's always yes. Um, and so this is actually a quote from um, from Rumi, uh, a translation of, of a Rumi poem. And, uh, and I think the meaning of it is to say that uh, there's no one way to kiss, you know, to, to worship. There's no one way to experience the magic. There's a hundred ways. There's infinite ways to 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 practice your your um, your spirituality, your connection with the divine. And so I would say that even if you aren't, so that the answer to me that that what that comes to me from this is that even if you're not aware that this is your mother's voice, it's always your mother's voice. It's always it's all divine which was actually the answer to the last question, <laughs> which was uh, a, a song called Zikr, uh, which, which means remembrance, um, remembering that we are, that, it, that it's all divine. So I think that would be my interpretation of the answer. And, uh, uh, and, and do you guys want to chime in? They're all not. Nope. <laughs> 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 well, I, I would. I just wanted uh, not to offer an interpretation, but I do find it really um, 
I just find it very cool that your experience, you didn't know it, but what you described of your experience of listening to them was almost when I was, because my question was the first one, I had almost the exact same experience. Hmm. Tears, then movement, then getting a little bit into like distracted by other things was my thing. And then the drums. <laughs> and then, and so it's, just, it's interesting to get this. I, I, I'm, I'm curious how people are going to, how sort of, we're going to see how people, yeah. I don't know if you ever get the opportunity to hear what's going on in people's internal life when they're experiencing your music. So I think that's just, I think it's interesting that it was almost the exact same experience. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, That is, that's amazing, because of course I didn't get to hear your experience right. at all. So. Yeah. And I did have some distraction in there before <laughs> it moved it. It's amazing. Before the drums pulled us back in. <laughs> the grounding we, Yeah, force. we just accompanying the drums. <laughs> no, 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 but I think it is, I think there is something, because I don't usually gravitate, I don't even, I usually don't gravitate towards the drums. That's not my thing. In general, I'm more of a melody guy. You're transformed now. I'm, you know, but I think, no, but there, it's also, I think it's also in this room. They really, like, when you, when oh, you yeah. decide to go, it just fills up. I mean, all of these mics go like, like, we <laughs> love it. So. Well, thank you so much for being uh, so vulnerable and sharing this uh, with us. Yeah. It was really it, it instantly heart opening to hear you share like that. And. Um, and I would say, uh, you know, we can talk about, you know, I lost my mom for, uh, as well, my mom, the iconic, uh, uh, Lotus Weinstock, um, and, uh, and this is another way that Christine and I have bonded, and, uh, and I, and for me, the way that I hear her is also through, you know, in the trees and the, you know, and all of everything your mom said. Uh, but that is to say that it's infinite, infinite ways. Anytime we choose to hear, uh, you know, my mom used to say, um, love is always there. It's just we who are not. Mm. And right. uh, so, uh, you know, anything can be a message. You know, I'm, you know, we are all your mother now. <laughs> Andras, FYI, uh, you've just been indoctrinated. I, uh, I've been, yeah, you know, I've been doing a lot of, I haven't seen, we haven't talked in a while, but I've been doing a lot of work on my internal feminine, so I'm totally fine holding up a little bit of the mom energy for you. Yeah. Fantastic. I appreciate it. Yeah, and my all, and I'll say I've also my I've also I'm also in the club of folks of people who have lost a parent, and I definitely have had the experience of my father being around me all the time. But you know, sometimes it's I think that the idea of it being them being around you all the time is the idea of just when our parents are around, there it's a it's a complex relationship between two people. When they're no longer there, it's a complex relationship between one person. Right. Well, I find it. I find it particularly deep when you see someone. You go like, "That's my mother over there," or my hmm. father. You know what I mean? Like they they look exactly like that. Was really weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Christine, I, I, I just I want to echo what Lily said. Thanks for coming and bringing the the super authentic. Uh, something. I, there's a. I think there's going to be a theme here of the, of remembrance and loving the people who are, with us always because they're not with us forever in a way so uh thank you 
very much. And thank you. Thanks for reminding thanks me for how much I adore the you. Oracle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say that again. Thanks for reminding me how much I adore you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anytime. <laughs> Notice how it had to be repeated. Sorry, I, I was. Um, yes, I was simultaneously just thanking you, and for creating this space and bringing the pop oracle into my, our life. It's my a pleasure. it's a fun and clearly deep experience. Yes, it is, especially with our people. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave.